Today we have uh, a special guest, Ron Vining, uh, who's going to be joining us. He's from Polestar Outdoors, and uh, he's also done a, a lot of uh, of hunting and guiding over the years. And I am really excited, Ron. Good morning. Good morning, Mike. Great to be with you. Yeah, it's great to have you. It's been a few years since you and I have connected. I think. Yes, it has been. <laughs> How? When was the last time you were back east? Well, I go uh, back east a couple of times a year. Uh, last time was over Fourth of July, uh, so it hasn't been too long ago. Oh wow! My dad, yeah, my dad is still on the farm there in upstate New York, and he's eighty-nine years old. And so I go back and cut wood. Because that's how he warms his house. Wow. Uh, <laughs> oh, I was, for some reason I was thinking Wes was out there with you. Well, uh, Wes is my uncle. Oh, 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 oh! Uh, now I'm really confused. Okay. Yep. Yep. Wow. Yeah, uncle and uh, my dad, obviously, they're brothers, and uh, yeah, and that's Uncle Wes is the. Uh, reason well i shouldn't say reason god's the reason why i'm here but uh, <laughs> that's the one that drew me here lured me here and uh so glad that that happened <laughs> yeah yeah so why don't we jump into that what uh what is it that you you do where are you and uh what i mean that's you've made a significant move from new york so tell us a little bit about you and and what you're what you've been up to well, um, I grew up uh, in upstate New York in the Catskill Mountains. We have a farm there. It's not a big farm, but uh, two, three hundred acres. And uh, I grew up hunting and fishing. Uh, my dad wasn't a fisherman, uh, but he loved to hunt. And so my grandpa was uh, the fisherman in the family. And so I, I followed uh, him around and and he taught me how to fish, and my dad taught me how to hunt. Um, and uh, when I graduated high school, I uh, got an offer to go to Liberty University in Lynchburg, Virginia, hmm. and play soccer uh, for a scholarship. So um, I took that and went to uh, Liberty University. I, I always tease people saying I crammed four years of college into five. <laughs> Now, Ron, I've, uh, I mean, you and I know each other a little bit. I never would have guessed you were a soccer player. No kidding. Well, just yeah. uh, nobody would guess that I was either because I've, I've just kind of thrown myself into the outdoors now. But I never would have, I'd learned something new about you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that was, I, you know, like, it's the world sport. And I tease people because. Uh, especially football players, because we, we had to run in every once in a while with the football players at yep. Liberty. You know. They were the big boys. And, uh, <laughs> I'd keep them like anybody can stand in a huddle and talk for 30, 40 seconds and then go make a play for six seconds and then go back and talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. <laughs> anyway, I don't offend anybody out there, but. Uh, you know, it, it was all in fun and jest. So, yeah. uh, but so then, um, I went into youth ministry mm -hmm. uh, and for several years, uh, worked in a church setting and, um, about uh, 16 years ago, my uncle Wes, uh, who lives out here in, uh, near 
We're about 40 miles from Cody, Wyoming, okay. in a little agricultural town called Powell, Wyoming. Huh. And he came back east to New York, and he asked if we'd be interested in coming to his church and being a youth pastor here. Hmm. And so we came out, we looked it over, uh, fell in love with you know the Rocky Mountains, the Bighorn Mountains, the Bear Just <laughs> It's just gorgeous out here. Hmm. And has a small town feel. Uh, and uh, anyway, uh, we accepted the offer to come back. And, and uh, so we started, um, as you know, you know, you've worked with students in that. They're not knocking the door down to get into church. And so um, I, I uh, started this ministry called Pole Star Outdoors. We didn't even name it that at first because it was through the, uh, through the church youth group that I was leading. Mm-hmm. And um, what it was, is we just offered kids that didn't have the opportunity to go hunting and fishing to come and hang out with us, and we would mentor them uh, in that program, Yeah, uh, hunting and fishing. And so that, that's where it starts as an outreach, really, uh, in a youth ministry. And in about four and a half years, it grew to where it was... Uh, fairly fairly large actually the second year that that we uh, were uh, doing this in the church through the church youth group uh, we took 54 deer with kids wow wow yeah uh muley or muley or whitetail yeah muleys okay yep yep Yep. and and like i said this is agricultural area Mm. and so uh ranchers were more than happy to let us come especially with kids yeah um again like i said this is small town america and mm. they're still we, we're still <laughs> we're still all <laughs> we're doing one actually started last night and, and we'll end it tomorrow night but uh so we we uh, started this program, and it grew to a size where um, the elders of the church got a little concerned that man, if something you know tragic happened, they, they might lose their building. Their, you yeah, know. yeah. So they said, "Can we take this, you know, kind of out of the church and and make it a nonprofit?" And so that's what we did. Hmm. And, wow. Uh, so yep, that's when the name came in, Polestar Outdoors. Yeah, and, yeah. It's interesting, Mike. The, the everybody asks us what Polestar stands for. What do you? What's that mean? Mm. And uh, Polestar is the North Star, which is also um, the Polaris uh, yep. star, and all three same star, but just three different names. And in our hemisphere, it's the only star that stays in the same place all the time. Yeah, and. Um, so before compasses and that people traveled at night because they had the, the North star to follow. Yep. And, uh, so we call ourselves the pole star outdoors because, um, we, we, uh, there's only one thing that, that is always the same yesterday, today, and forever. And that's Amen. Jesus. And we replace that star with the, in our logo with a cross mm-hmm. and we follow. We follow the cross. We follow Jesus. 
Amen. So the the ministry is to uh, to kids to get them into the outdoors, and then how do you um, uh, what how do you cross the bridge then to share to share Christ with kids in that setting? Um, one of the the biggest ways is as you're sitting there uh, with a with a student, and uh, you're you're just you know in a blind, you know looking watching for deer to come out. Um, I I approach it this way, and and I teach it. I train our our mentors, mm-hmm. um, but I say, where did this all come from? Just look at the beauty. Mm-hmm. Look at the rock. And uh, it's interesting. You know, some say, well, you know, God created it. Yep, you're right. And we start talking about that. Others say, well, I, I, you know, I guess I guess in school they're they're teaching us a, a big bang. It happened, and, and even some of them still are. Uh, they bring up evolution, <laughs> and uh, so when this big theory comes up, I, I kind of chuckle and I say, you know, <clears throat> we drove up here in, in my truck, and uh, basically, what you believe on how this all came about is one day there was a big boom, and all the parts of this truck flew together and perfectly made a perfectly running truck that you can just turn the key and take off. Mm. And they say, well, that's ridiculous. I go, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's, that's good. I know, you know, and, and so that gets them thinking, um, you know, you, you talk about things, you know, before um, we go out into the field, we pray ask God's safety, his blessing on our day. And, and we say things like, you know, uh, help us to realize that this creation that you created is for our enjoyment yeah. and, and the creatures that we're uh, going to um, hunt today are, are creatures that you made for our enjoyment. So uh, that that's the big uh, push and, and way that we get to start talking with kids about it. Uh, and eventually, they you know they start asking questions back. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're just ready to answer any questions they might have. Wow, wow! Now the, this uh, the ministry's also has continued to grow, right? Like I I know that there's chapters in other states. Yes, yeah, there there uh, we have. <clears throat> excuse me, hmm. we have about uh, twenty chapters. Wow. Um, we have some in New York. We have some in Pennsylvania. We have some in Michigan. I'm, I just got back uh, about a week and a half ago from North Carolina, where we're starting uh, our. This is our most recent Pole Star chapter, and it's it's great because um, the one starting it and leading it uh, was in my youth group oh. uh, back in the. 80s, I think it was. I mean, it, it's just awesome to be able to connect. And uh, but uh, they they've got a really strong each each chapter is, is different. You know, obviously in New York, you're not going to take kids out mule deer hunting. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so there's there's like in New York on our farm, uh, we have and in the church there uh, where. Um, their their main thrust is, is actually turkey hunting and deer hunting. That's that's about all they can offer. Yeah. Uh, so 
each one's a little bit different, mm-hmm. but the main goals are always the same. It's we're using this in order that we might uh, share Christ with these kids and and uh, teach them uh, good citizenship and and those types of things and respect uh, and how the you know how we follow the 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 rules and the laws mm-hmm. of the game of our state and those types of things, just trying to to teach them, uh, you know, good citizenship uh, for a great country that we live in. Yeah. You know, we we are, um, our society and our culture have gone in um, just some, uh, well, I won't share my full <laughs> my full opinion, but we have, we've gone in some awful directions. And Often, as Christians, we want to point to the government and, or, and say, "Well, we've got to we've got to change the government." And I, you know, there is some of that, but I think we have to change, make changes starting at the at the home level. And if you, you know, by by um, investing in kids this way, by teaching them that citizenship, by teaching them that um, that that you know um, pride in country, but also teaching them faith in Christ, you're, you know, in generations to come, I think we're going to see some, some real positive changes. I, I, I absolutely agree. And, and again, when we're recruiting mentors, you know, that's one of the things that a lot of them say is, man, we, we just got to start uh, at the basics and, and, and start teaching and training kids in the right way. Yeah. Um, that's you know you're right. We we probably need to change some things in government, but we got to change people's lives. Yep. And, and we're young. Um, I, I was I looked up the other day because we're uh, our local churches that I go to here, Faith Community Church. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're growing and we've got to you know build. And I'm an elder there at the church, and I, so I looked up the statistics in America. Um, people that come to Christ, the percentage is from four years old to 14 years old is 85%. Wow. 85% of everyone in America that comes to Christ does it before or by their 14th birthday. And then from 15 to 30, another 10%. Wow. So 95 of the of the people coming to Christ, so it's obvious we've got to target um, these these students. And yeah. So, um, yeah, that's 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 our heart. That's what we go for. <laughs> wow. Well, that's that's awesome. I think that's a that's fantastic. And obviously, you know, you you and I know each other through youth ministry, and um, and I believe wholeheartedly that, um, you know, introducing kids to Christ transforms their lives and it transforms how they think and how they behave and makes them better citizens. So that's great. So what is, what is somebody, um, how does somebody go about starting a Polestar chapter? Well, um, obviously they would contact Polestar Outdoors. Uh, They can go to our website, uh, which is uh, outdoorscom or no dot org. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, dot And uh, they contact us, and and we start a conversation. We send them 
uh, a, a a little pamphlet or booklet uh, that says how to start a Polestar chapter and walk them through that. Um, and and uh, so those are the main few steps at the start. Uh, most of the time I go to the place and, and I go and teach and train, mm-hmm. meet with some of the people that are interested in becoming mentors, do the training and that. For the first couple of years, um, the the headquarters here, uh, we uh, help them with expenses to get the thing up and running. And then by the third year, we expect them to be pretty self-sufficient. And it doesn't cost much. It really doesn't because, you know, the mentors that are going to mentor kids in, in fishing, they got fishing gear. Yep. You know, they, if you're going to mentor kids in, in hunting, you let them use your uh, guns and ammo and things. And so uh, the cost is really minimal. Yeah. That's one of the exciting things when, when I get to meet with these. A lot of programs, you got to have thousands to start things, and, and this isn't so. Yeah. It, you know, a few hundred dollars, and then some mentors that are willing to, you know, fill their tanks with gas and take kids around and, and go hunting and fishing. Yeah. It, so, is, are the mentors all volunteer? Yes. Yep. The, the mentors are all volunteer. Um, there's only two staff members. I'm one. Mm-hmm. Uh, as the founder and president, and then um, we have a, a younger guy um, that's on staff here with me, and uh, he ha- he's twofold. He he uh, does the same thing I do as far as taking kids hunting and fishing and into the outdoors and that. Um, but he's also a fundraiser for us. He's out in uh, Minnesota actually today, wow. uh, meeting with a, a, a big church there for uh, some sponsorship in that nice so yeah so there's only two of us that are really on staff here all the monies literally we raise our own you know i'm a missionary i raise my own support and uh, all the monies that come in for us it goes uh, to you know the the ground level to the kids wow that's that's almost unheard of these days i know it is is. (laughs) wow wow is uh, Bass Pro Shops, and uh, I have one of our board members was um, is, is very very close friends with Johnny Morris, mm. and man, I, I was like, you know, you could really help us and connect us. And he says, I don't want to lose a friendship over asking somebody for money. Well, yeah. <laughs> I kind of did an end around, <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, you know, so, so it's good to have even those kinds of organizations that see the value in what we're doing. Yeah. Um, necessarily the Christian aspect, but sure. you know the citizenship and and uh, you know the, the the future of these sporting goods stores and that is that more kids become hunters yeah. and start buying guns and ammo and and fishing poles and all that kind of stuff. You're right. You're right. We um we work with a um a company out of Idaho called Catch and Release Camo, and they um uh their their gear is uh is is quality, but it's also very affordable. And um, I had the owner on the podcast two weeks ago, and uh, he does a, a trade in program. So 
pants and jacket are $139. And once you outgrow them, you trade them back in and you get $60 off your next, uh, your next purchase. But that stuff that gets traded in, he donates to, to camps or to organizations and stuff. And so I mentioned that, uh, that I'd connect him with you. So I'll, I'll have to do that. But if you're ever in need of a donated camouflage and it's in excellent shape, they don't donate it unless it's in, you know, like new shape. So, um, if you guys are ever in need of that, I can hook you up. That would be great. So. We're, we're always in need, you know, again, a lot of the, the kids that we get, um, are from single mom homes, yeah. you know, that just don't have a dad to take them out hunting and fishing. If mom doesn't know, and, uh, we get called on, on that. Our public schools here, uh, they know the value of what we do is mm-hmm. they call us have some troubled kids and say, man, they, they need a mentor. They need somebody that's going to speak into their lives. And it's wow. just, just been incredible how God has opened doors into the public arena for us here in our area. And, and it's happening, you know, in other chapters too, but yeah. uh, this one, especially because we're the oldest and the, the founding of it. Sure. So we've been around a while. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. You know, we, we got a call. Um, I'll share this. Uh, we uh, started uh, ministry two chapters on Indian reservations in Montana that we personally, Justin, who works with me and I, uh, we go there and, and we uh, we set up, a, we have a blow-up BB gun from Daisy. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's, it's awesome. You know, a lot of parents say, hey, can my kids get in the bounty house? No, this is not a bounty house. <laughs> have a pull-up archery range and oh. so we go and it's it's you know 80 percent of native american kids are fatherless Oof. wow and, uh, and so when we go to these churches it's just unbelievable we'll have 80 kids show mm-hmm. and and we spend the evening with them see them and and just have a great time um well uh will graham uh, Franklin Grand's uh, son. Mm-hmm. He, uh, his organization found out about us and they were going to do two great big evangelistic pushes on two different reservations in South Dakota. And they asked if we would bring our, our gear and, and you know, uh, have kids come and shoot BB guns and archery range and things like that. And the door has been open to us. We're now, um, on four reservations, Indian reservations with, with uh, chapters and uh, just try, trying to help these churches that literally are struggling because of uh, just the, the, man, the evil that is uh, in the, the Native American culture. It's yeah. just unbelievable. Wow. So anyway, just exciting things, you know, I can oh. go on and on. <laughs> it's, it's, it's amazing what... You know, we want to, you know, our plans are our plans, but, you know, God, when he's involved and, and he's doing the work, it's just unreal what can take place. Absolutely. Like, you're, you're right on there. Uh, here, here's another one. I get a, a phone call, and it's um, the owner of a long-range rifle company mm-hmm. out of Cody. They're mm-hmm. not very far, 20 miles from us. He said, listen, we're getting um, a, a grant 
from or from a foundation, and it's special. It, it specifies this money has to be used for uh, students, for young people. And uh, he said we kind of haven't been doing that, and they're not going to send us money anymore unless we get into it. Well, we've heard about your program, and we don't want to, you know, start something that you guys got going. We don't have the time, the energy, you know, and all that. And would you allow us to come and film your hunts with you using our rifles? Um, and we'll don't. <laughs> <laughs> I said, you know what? <clears throat> I, let's talk. But here's here's our, my only request, and, and it has to happen. We always pray before we go out hunting, and we pray, you know, after we're finished and and if we're successful we thank the lord for it you got to include that because they they're on tv they're going to put us on tv yeah you know have a tv show called the best of the west okay um i don't think they have it on tv anymore i think most of these a lot of these are going to you know um youtube and streaming and stuff so uh, and they sold to new new uh people but back then i get this call so, um, so now we're on TV, both are outdoors and, uh, with the best of the West, long rifle, long range rifle shooting. And, and, uh, and, uh, I, I get a phone call and this guy on the other end of the phone said, Hey, I've been watching, you know, the best of the West. I see Polestar. You work with students. Have you ever taken any cancer kids? And I go, well, no, nobody's ever asked me. I, no kids have you know no parents no i haven't taken any and uh so he goes on to explain i don't know if you've ever uh seen the the movie radio yeah yep. where football coach yep a football coach takes in this uh black young guy uh, and he always had a radio and, and, and anyway long story short i'm on the phone with the son of the coach <laughs> and it's brad jones and when Harold, his dad, Harold Jones, um, sold the rights to Hollywood to do this film, this movie, he gives all the money to his son and says, you've lived it, you've seen it, now I want you to do something. Mm -hmm. So he's this thing called the Outdoor Dream Foundation. And I'm on the phone with him and he says, I got four kids that I need you to take hunting. I go, what, what, send me one. Let me, you know, <laughs> I, I involved i said how about let's do one the first year we ended up doing three or four now <laughs> <laughs> do 10 to 15 kids a year um and uh actually our next hunt september 1st a black bear opens here and we got a couple of cancer kids and, and some uh, uh terminally ill uh life-threatening disease kids oh. coming to bear hunt with us and that has become my favorite now, Mike, is just spending time with these kids. Um, mm. But it's the last time we see them. <laughs> yeah. Mm. And, you're can, and you can have an impact on them in, in terms of eternity. Absolutely. And we have. Wow. We have. Wow. And a lot of times, um, because of, you know, their, their illness and that, the parents have nowhere to turn but to God. Yeah. And so, but there are some 
that uh, we, you know, we it's, it's obvious when we talk with them that they don't know Christ and we share Christ with them. And we've led some of them to Christ, some of their parents that come. Uh, just, just unbelievable what God has allowed us to be a part of. Wow. That's, uh, that's just, I'm, I'm blown away. I love listening to your stories, you know, and, uh, we have mutual friends with, uh, Ron and Randy and Dan, and they come back from hanging out with you and, you know, Ron just, I'll sit with him for an hour and a half and he'll just tell me stories about what you've been up to and, uh, you know, less about hunting and more about you, which has been fun and more about the ministry. It's just fun to to get caught up on all of that. So with all of what you're doing, do you have time to hunt yourself anymore? You know, Mike, I, I take one week a year. Um, and uh, the vice president of Polestar uh, Outdoors uh, is a, a rancher. It's, it's unbelievable. He's 77 and he'll outwalk anybody. <laughs> and, <laughs> but anyway, uh, he has... Uh, horses and that and he and i just go for one week uh we and we go elk hunting together mm. and uh, uh, other than that i don't even carry a gun with me well i shouldn't say that <laughs> when, we, when we go bear hunting with these kids i have a pistol with me at all times oh yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> but i hope you know <clears throat> um, every once in a while like this past fall um, we had a, uh, some cancer kids come. They got their bears the first in the first two days, mm-hmm. and uh, one of the guys at camp that really, you know, he set this up for us. He said, "Ron, how old are you?" And I told him, "I'm 65." Well, I'm 66 now, Mike. But uh, I, he said, "Have you ever gotten a bear?" I go, "No." He goes, "Well, today you're sitting over this barrel that you know we can bait uh, in, yep. in certain." Areas. And, and he has the the, uh, the the bait and the barrels and that. So I went out and I sat. Within 15 minutes, I shot a bear. <laughs> <laughs> so every once in a while, I get an opportunity like that. But no, I, I, I just one, really, one week of the whole year, I really focus. And, and uh, I focus. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think, too, as we get older, um, you know, those stages of a hunter where you – um, you kind of move into that sportsman stage where you want to pass it on and, and teach others. And I think there's a normal progression there that, that takes place. Yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, and that's where we get our mentors from. A lot of our mentors are guys just like that. Hmm. They're, they're no, it's not about me, man. It's about passing it on and yeah. the joy that you get in watching it. You know, the, the, one of the most awesome experiences I've had was uh, a kid, um, I took him out, got him his first deer, but he, the deer was just, uh, you know, the topping. The whole story was he, he was learning how to reload his own bullet. Oh, wow. He reloaded that the night before and shot at that deer the next day. He was so thrilled. It's just <laughs> Uh, you know, one of the things that's really neat too, I, I, again, I could go on, uh, but, uh, <clears throat> Reading reloading and that's out of New York up in Cortland. Yep. I think yep. <clears throat> um, 
Richard Beebe is the owner and uh, Sherry is wife. And when I get back east, I go in and I have lunch with them. And, uh, <clears throat> but they they donate uh, reloading uh, equipment to us for free. Mm. <clears throat> you know, one of the things they do, it's funny because when I was first there, he says, I, I don't want to offend you. He said, but he says, like, when we go to the shot show or when we go to a different, you know, at shows, he says, you know, we have to screw uh, the equipment down uh, on a board. And when we take the screws out, it's it's marked a little bit. But would would you be offended if we offered that to you guys for free? I was like, <laughs> let's pray about that. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, just the people and, and the connections that you get through the hunting family. Yeah. Just, and they're just dynamic Christians, Richard and Cherry Beebe. Wow. Just incredible. Wow. And, uh, so yeah, it's, it's just some people that the doors that have been opened to us. Yeah. Well, that's that's the Lord, right? I mean, that's, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, when you are, uh, so you're in Wyoming. When you're hunting, taking kids there, are you taking them into the mountains? Or are you are you hunting just the ag lands? What do you? What what's it like? Yeah, that's a great question. The first year, um, we pretty much keep them on agricultural so it's it's um everything is we set up blinds um everything is controlled you you wait for a deer to come out of the corn and into the alfalfa you know those types of settings so that one of the things that that people um you know that 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 we we preach this all the time is you know a kid has to be successful if you take a kid two and three years in a row and they don't see a deer or they don't shoot at a deer they don't get a deer you've ruined them for life yeah if you take them out and they they're successful you've you've made a hunter for for a lifetime right it's just unbelievable <clears throat> and so we we really try to control that first deer uh once that happens then we take them and we're really fortunate i think it's 70 percent of the land in Wyoming is public. Mm. That that's unheard of, but that's where that's that's why we got a lot of non-resident owners here. Right. But uh, then we teach them, you know, how to hunt in in the woods in the mountains, and so we we go up into the mountains and we hunt them. Wow. Yeah. Do you um you mentioned the non-resident hunters? That's kind of a um it's been a topic that I'm hearing a lot about on podcasts that, you know, people are just heading out West to hunt that it's uh, a lot of non-residents and, and public lands are getting overrun. And do you, are you finding that to be true as you're taking kids out? Are you seeing a lot of other hunters? We see some, but we literally, like we go into the wilderness. I mean, we, when I go on my week long, um, I might not see another hunter hmm. and I'm on horseback and we cover quite a bit of, of uh, land. <clears throat> so there still is a lot of land uh, that, you know, uh, you know, non-residents. And that's one of the reasons why we, we have horses and we take horses in is because you, you, you go further than the pe- person that is walking will go. Sure. And so we get into the, to the real wilderness area. So there are areas, absolutely, where you can go and, and you can hunt for a week and not see another hunter. <laughs> um, 
But, uh, and, you know, there's a percentage in the licensing of non-residents. Oh, uh, okay. In, in states, and there is here um, where they, uh, you know, they only give out 20% of our licenses, which is one of the highest states in America, and, and the residents are fighting it, hmm. uh, saying, let's kick it down to 10%. But you and I know it's about money. Right, when right. You know, I my my uh, elk license is sixty dollars, and if you came out here, yours is going to be seven hundred and some. Wow. <laughs> well, so that's a license. <laughs> <laughs> Ron's been after me. Ron, you know, our friend Ron has been after me to come for a number of years, and uh, it's a good thing he didn't start with that <laughs> the seven hundred dollar cost. <laughs> That's elk. You know, deer is still, I think, just hair under 400 for a mule buck or, yeah. you know. Wow. And I tell you, as I kept secret, and I know this is a podcast and I'm just blowing our secret, but <laughs> the best kept secret in Wyoming is our whitetail. Hmm. They're, they're just, they're flooding the area, and I'm telling you, you know, ranchers hate them. Yeah. Uh, they're really not native here. Yeah. Know, but they're all, all the growth in, in back east, they're pushing the whitetails right up the river bottoms and that. And so we have some monsters out here. Wow. I, I mean, um, I shot a, a pretty pretty nice one, and it was funny because I was working. <laughs> uh, uh, I happened to look up. There's one in this farmer's uh, property. He goes, you want that one? I go, my word, that's huge. He goes, Go shoot it. <laughs> so, well, yeah, that's one of our best kept secrets. Our uh, whitetail bucks here getting big. I mean, it's it's really exciting. Yeah, I'll have to. I'll keep that in the store. That in the back of my mind. <laughs> wow. Now, are you? Do you take the kids? Do they do archery at all too, or is it all rifle? Yeah, it, it's there's archery. Here's the thing. Unless a kid proves to us that he it can shoot and, and he's very ethical and can and hit yeah. the target, yeah. Um, the only way we'll take a archery is with crossbow. Okay. Um, you know, most kids they just don't have. I don't know what it is the time or they, they just don't have the drive to practice an hour or two every single day with a with a regular bow. Yep. Um, and and we we have two or three kids that do, and and they've gotten deer and and they're they're really good archers, but most of the time we use crossbow. And again, uh, you know, you talk about the Lord opening doors. Matthew's bow, um, uh, they, they're a Christian organization. Great, uh, uh, great. Uh, Matt uh, McPherson is the owner, mm. and uh, I got to meet with him. Uh, several years ago and, and they donate one crossbow a year to us wow. for free. And, uh, so, uh, and what we do is we put a, there, there's literally a long range scope, uh, that you can put on a crossbow and, and we don't let them shoot this far, but I, I can put in a 50 cent piece. I can at a hundred yards, I can put three arrows in it. And it's just believable. You just dial it in. But, um, so we, we we don't let kids take that far of a shot with a crossbow. Sure. Uh, I, about sixty yards is is uh, 
the max that we allow kids to take it, but still, yeah. we do we we do take uh, kids archery hunting again. That that's our September first year mm. uh, for deer. So uh, we, we'll yeah, it won't be long, and it'll be hard to get a hold of me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> your season's coming up quick. It's uh, what's the what's the weather been like for you guys this year? <clears throat> you know, we've had a really weird. Uh, we're, we're getting rain I, where I live in Powell. Everything's irrigated. Cody too. You know, it, 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 we're high desert. Um, our average uh, uh, precipitation is seven inches a year. That's hmm. of everything. Wow. And this year, man, we have been pounded with rain. It's just, it's as green as and gorgeous as it's ever been. Hmm. I, I, you know, the usually turn brown easily by now. And they're just, they're they're just flush and just beautiful green but so um and and then yesterday <clears throat> we we took a down syndrome boy hunting and uh or not not hunting i'm sorry fishing and on the way over the mountain the bighorn we hit snow oh goodness <laughs> is that is that earlier than normal no august is yeah, August. Our summer's over usually, you know. Okay, it's starting into fall. Wow. August, August, you know. Mm. Uh, so, you know, it won't stay. You know, it, it'll get on in a day or two. But we've had our first snow in the mountains already. <laughs> wow, wow, I love it. That's, uh, you know, I got about nine more years till I can retire, and <laughs> I, have, I, I'm, I may be moving out towards you because i i am not a summer person and i love the mountains yeah well i tell you you know keep this a secret you know between you and i but it's beautiful mm. uh, you know very unpopulated at this point <laughs> perfect <laughs> <laughs> wow that's really neat so um ron do you uh, we didn't talk anything about um are you married? Do you have kids? Yes, yes, I'm married. Uh, just celebrated July seventeenth, our forty third year. Forty three years. Yeah, yep. And uh, I got a just an incredible wife who is very understanding. Mm. Uh, she, I mean, you know, there's times when I'm gone for two and three weeks, and and I mean. We can't, you know, we're out of cell service. We yeah. can't talk, you know, and she's very understanding, very supportive. And uh, so, uh, yep, I'm married. Uh, we have three kids. Um, one uh, one son, he's our youngest, but he just, just a couple of days ago, just got back from Iraq. Uh, yeah, and he's in Texas uh, doing some, uh, you know, debriefing and that, and uh, next this coming Saturday, he'll be home. Wow. Well, thank him for his service. Yeah, will do. Wow. Uh, I have two daughters. One, one daughter, our oldest daughter and my son, they live in Ohio, uh, just in the suburbs of Columbus, Ohio, where I was a youth pastor. Mm -hmm. So they stayed there. They loved it. And, uh, still do. And so, uh, my son has two uh, daughters, and my uh, older daughter has two sons. <laughs> so we have four in Ohio. Wow. And then uh, my uh, middle child daughter, she uh, uh, married uh, a pastor 
Mm. And he's pastoring up in New York, my home church up there. Mm. And they have five kids, and they uh, live on the farm. Wow. And uh, so, yeah, they, they run the Polestar chapter out of New York on that side of the state. So wow. I go back there uh, during um, hunting season and take some of their kids out because ours is over Yeah, uh, here. Uh, and so I hop a plane and, and get out there and help them. Uh, and so they got five kids. So altogether we have nine grandkids. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's yep. awesome. I haven't. We haven't started that uh, that part of our our journey yet, but we we've got four that are uh, inching towards marriage. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every one of our grandkids so far, uh, when they turn uh, twelve years old, we fly them out here with either mom or dad, mm-hmm. and uh, take them hunting for their first hunting. Wow. Uh, so they get to come out. It's their choice. I mean, if sure. they don't want to, but uh, up, you know, the the kids that have turned twelve, um, they've all received uh, their license, their flight, and all that from grandpa and grandma. And mm. I take them. We we give them a get them a buck. So nice. <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> I love it. Wow. It's uh, there's something. You know, there's something about um, when you, when you're investing in ministry and, uh, and 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 doing the things of God that there's there's rewards that we don't always see as as dollars, but we see you know in family and in relationships, and uh, it's clear that you're you're reaping those benefits. Yeah, absolutely. You're right. Yeah, oh. they're amazing. <laughs> wow. Yeah, the the guide life. I just finished uh, this summer. I was reading two books um, by a guy named Rocky McAlvin, and uh, in fact, he he guided a, a bunch for Franklin Graham, and uh, as a Christian, we used to have a guide service in Alaska, but he'd be gone for six months at a time, and no cell service. You know, would have to use a satellite phone to contact his wife and. Uh, there's something special about a, a wife that can put up with that. <laughs> Absolutely, I agree. You know, we we talk about a sat- satellite phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, you know, it, there's something so pure about that. Yep. <laughs> you know, yep. any of that with us. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. We that way, yeah. But you know, I. Uh, the, the older I get, the more I'm thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> do you, uh, do you just side question, like um, when you start moving kids to the mountains, do you get them in spike camps and, you know, all, all, the whole deal like that? No, um, we, we do take special, you know, kids that just really, really grab us. And, you know, they don't have, a, you know, a good home life and that We'll, we'll we'll do that, but that's just very 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 few. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, normally, what we do is <clears throat> we have a couple of campers, mm-hmm. and uh, we take them up and, and we set up camp uh, in campers. Nice. And then, yeah, and go right from the trailhead or you know from the campground, uh, you know, and and we'll, we'll take them out, and then in the evening sit around the fire and and uh you know have devotions together mm-hmm. uh, so that type of thing and and you know have supper together 
so yeah, there's uh, you know those types of things, and uh, but we don't we don't take very many in, into the the, uh, the mountains and, and the wall tents and the spike camps and that kind of thing. Wow. Very few. Good. Well, uh, Ron, are there? Did I miss any uh, any questions that I should have asked you? <laughs> like, I, <laughs> boy, I, you know, I don't know. I, I, yeah, it, you know, we we could <clears throat> excuse me, we could uh, talk all day about some of the stories. You know, one of the first, well, it was the first outdoor dream kid that we ever took. Mm-hmm. He was ten years old, and he had brain tumors. Um, fought it for when he was I think uh, four years old so for six years and his dream was a buffalo he Oof. wanted a buffalo and so um, I was talking with our local sheriff here and he said you know I got a friend that has a buffalo ranch he said let me give it a call so we did and uh, everything turned out where we could take him uh, and he shot a buffalo with us uh, and it was just unbelievable. Mm. Um, he passed away within the year, but he got to hold his buffalo mount. We, we, when we bring kids in like that with Outdoor Dream, mm-hmm. you know, we pay for them and their flight. There's one parent. If the other parent wants to come, they're welcome. But we, you know, we just we fly in one parent and one, you know, and the, and the, the child, <clears throat> and we put them up in a. Uh, hotel or in our campers, depending on where we're hunting. And then, uh, we feed them in that. We, we do their taxidermy work. We pay for the meat processing, the shipping, everything, um, in order that, uh, they can, uh, you know, have a dream, you know, and, uh, and my understanding is that, you know, an outdoor dream and Brad Jones, he said, you know, make a, just won't take kids hunting because it's, you know, killing and right. Type of thing, and so he said, I, I saw a need, we were meeting that need, and so between him and I, and uh, some of our friends, and that we uh, we pay for all this to, to take place. So, wow. but that was our first, very first hunt. What man was that exciting with uh, with uh, uh, him, and and uh, we we grieved that, but it, good Christians, and mm. uh, so we, we know we're going to get to be together in heaven and and uh maybe even go hunting together up there <laughs> <laughs> i love it that's uh gosh you know what a what a gift you know to be able to give to a, a kid that's that's you know suffering and, and and hurting in the physical and uh it's an amazing thing to do um absolutely, absolutely it is and, hmm. and we we privilege of doing it and <clears throat> we love doing it so yeah and you know and everything we do uh, mike i, I want to really share with people everything we do is with the goal to share christ yeah i mean that's that's why we live and breathe yeah and, and so um you know like when we uh we do this hunter safety course uh, we show some of our, you know, excerpts from the uh, um, TV program <laughs> and, and make sure that we put in the place where we start off pray, yeah. you know, yeah. and uh, and so, and, and we hold, we hold our hunter safety 
in my church, you know, and they mm-hmm. donate, they do this free, um, and that, that type of thing. And so it, it's really neat because probably 20% of the people that do hunter safety with us end up coming and at least visiting the church wow. at, at a church service. Yeah. And yeah. so, you know, just everything that, 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 you know, it's, it's intentional and it has to be intentional or it won't happen. Yep. And so those are just things from my heart that, that, that I want to pass on to people is that, man, just everything you do, um, do it with the purpose of sharing Christ and, and he'll honor that and he'll open doors, which are beyond what you and I could even imagine. Man, you know? Amen. And you, and what better place to do it than in God's creation, you know, to when you get a, a kid out there and, you know, we've taken some guest hunters at our, at our place and um, you get them out there and the conversation that takes place, even about the, the complexity of a leaf or um, oh, watch how the squirrels are, are storing up their nuts. What, what causes them to do that? And I mean, there's just so much to look at, so much to observe, and so much of it points back to the, to the creator. Yep. Yep. When I, um, I used to go back, uh, Liberty University had a minor in outdoor ministry, mm-hmm. which now turned into a, a major. Hmm. You can go. And, uh, matter of fact, we're in the process uh, I, a few years ago, we, we were almost there and, uh, something happened with the leadership at Liberty, uh, which mm-hmm. people would know. But anyway, um, we're, we're setting up meetings now with them because, uh, what we would love to do is we would love to bring three or four of their majors during the summer here yeah. and give them hands on and, you know, as interns yeah. and allow them you know, to throw in that area that when, when I was going back, uh, I, I was teaching, you know, I would spend three, four days there and I would teach some of the, the class. Uh, and, and, uh, when they went to full, you know, major, they hired a new guy, but the, the, the friend of mine that was running the minor, uh, he had a second job and, and, and well, his first job was working for the government. <laughs> I can't do it. At Liberty, as much as the government is. Yeah. But anyway, he had this saying, Mike, and it's so true. It's unbelievable. It helped me um, years ago to really focus. And it's he, he said this: the farther away we get from creation, the farther away we get from the Creator. Yeah, Amen. That, yeah. that just blew me away, and, and I meditated on that thought, and, and I said, "Wow, that's." We have got to get people into God's creation. Romans 1 talks about that. Mm. It says, because of creation, because of what you see around you. But these kids that are sitting, playing video games all, all times of the night and everything else, they're not getting out of their homes. They're not getting out into God's creation. And it's, it, it, they're further away from Christ. Yep. Yep. And this guy that helps me teach. Hunter Safety, he, he told me three things when, when he first we first met. Uh, he's from Pennsylvania. He moved out here. <clears throat> and he said, Ron, three ways that God uh, chose to reveal who he is to mankind. And he said the first one was his son, Jesus. And Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Yeah. 
the second thing is his holy word, the Bible. You you read the Bible, you you understand, you you get to know God. Yeah. <clears throat> the third thing is creation. Yep. We use all three. Yeah. We talk about we read and have devotions in God's word, and we use creation. Yep. And so we we use everything we can. Yeah. We we often refer to creation as the fifth gospel. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So. Wow. I love it, Ron. I love what you're doing. And, uh, uh, man, thank you for, for coming on and, and, uh, the stories I could listen to your stories all, you know, all day long, but, uh, you know, the, your heart and the, your heart and passion for Christ. And, um, those are, those are, uh, they're, they're transforming. I love it. Thank you so much. For inviting me, Mike. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. So remind us again where people can find uh, Polestar. I don't know if you guys are on uh, Facebook or Instagram, but it, give the email address again. Okay, email address is polestar-outdoors.org. Uh, we are on YouTube. You can go to YouTube and, and put in Polestar Outdoors uh, channel. You'll, you can see some of our hunts. Uh, that that we've done with kids and that and um, yeah and and we're on Instagram too but I don't even know how to run that yet <laughs> <laughs> that's why I got die with me <clears throat> well I will uh, I'll post those links when I put the the podcast up this afternoon so folks can find those as well so well thanks we appreciate it and, and man we love what you guys are doing. And, uh, you know, you get some time, come on out here. Yeah, I'm going to have to, I got to make it a priority. I really do. So, great. Well, th- thank you so much, Ron. And, <clears throat> excuse me, we'll, uh, I'll stay in, in touch with you. I'll send you the information on uh, catch and release, and maybe there's something there that uh, that can be of help for you. So, Yeah, and, and you know, send me uh, the name of the books. Rocky, whoever it was. I sure, didn't sure. Rocky, Rocky McAlveen. Yep. I'll send those yep. to you as well. Do you uh, do you text? Yes, I do. All right. Well, I'll shoot you a text then. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thanks, Ron. And uh, I hope you you have a, a blessed deer season and, and uh, hunting season. And, you know, I'm praying for you and for your wife and praying that those kids have a uh, a, a successful season, but praying even more that, uh, that success includes, uh, meeting their, their creator. So amen. amen. Thanks again. You bet. God bless. You too. Our regular listeners know that we close our show with there's adventure out there, get out there and live it. Today's episode though, I think it's more appropriate to say there's adventure out there, get out there and share it, share it with a kid. It'd be great if you got involved with Polestar, but there's nothing that should be keeping you from sharing God's creation with others. So get out there and share it. Mm-hmm.